0: Welcome to the Hudson World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Jeff Harding. I'll be your host. I'm sitting in for Kyle Case, who's out of town. And joining me today in studio is my coworker, Michelle Graves. Michelle, how are you?
1: Jeff, I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Here we are. It's the first of first part of February.
1: And if you live in St. George, it feels like the first part of May. We are experiencing Well not,
0: not quite May. It's not that warm yet, but it's nice. Well,
1: it's I mean, just typical May. Like we're experiencing spring weather. Oh yeah. I I, I wonder is our is our little winter over?
0: <laughs> are the plants going to are the are the fruit the fruit trees going to start blossoming? Are we going to see the the popcorn popping on the apricot tree? Who it knows? feels
1: like it. It feels like it could be uh, right around the corner.
0: Well, Michelle, also right around the corner is the opening of the uh, of Worlds New Games registration program. Yes, it's just a month away.
1: And. February is a short month, so it's coming right up.
0: And, and those of you, who, March first, March first. And as as you, many of our listeners know, we opened team registration the first of January, and we've already had to close softball.
1: Yes, which is our largest sport. And it is with about. It's three. remarkable how quickly that is.
0: Three hundred forty-three, three hundred fifty um, teams
1: filled up, and it's just becoming so so successful. But, it's the tournament to come to,
0: but, isn't it? It is. But le- with with having said that, the registration is closed. We are still taking teams on the waiting list, and I would encourage folks who, if they haven't registered and they're interested in registering their team, go ahead and put yourself on the waiting list because we're filling brackets now to make the tournament the best it can possibly be. So we will be taking a lot of teams... And putting them in, adding them in. So don't be afraid to put yourself on the waiting list.
1: That's really true. I worry that people just think, oh, my chance is over. Why even bother? But right. we actually get a lot of those waiting list um, people in. So that's a really good recommendation. And,
0: and there are teams that do cancel. So And volleyball is getting close, too. So if you're interested in getting your team in, don't wait. Do it now.
1: Yes. Good advice. Yes.
0: Yeah, so, Michelle, I think we're all concerned about the best way to fuel our bodies. And an article from FitDay.com, offers five general nutrition tips to help for an active lifestyle. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, the first one, load your diet with antioxidants. An active lifestyle means lots of stress on the body and exposure to free radicals that age and damage the body quickly. Antioxidants found in the colorful fruits and vegetables we eat protect the body from the damage that can be caused by free radicals, those darn radicals anyway, huh? (laughs) By neutralizing their effects upon our cells... So look for the rainbow fruit and vegetables when, and eat up.
1: Yeah, that's a good goal. Color is important. I like that.
0: And it's also more appealing to the eye as you're eating to have the, the, the variety of fruits and, and colors in your, in your meals. Definitely. Pack your meals with vitamins and minerals. Vitamins and minerals found in whole grains, low-fat dairy, lean meats, fruits, and vegetables provide our bodies with the essential nutrients needed not only for basic organ function, but for maximum energy and vitality. A variety of all these foods, food groups, ensure our cells will get the nutrients our bodies are unable to produce themselves. So, meals with vitamins and minerals.
1: Yes, helps fight off colds and flus that have been going around
0: (laughs) Yes, and and they've hit our office hard, too, as everyone else. But I
1: definitely love that, And and I feel this, that when I take the time, because it takes time to eat right and to eat well, I definitely do feel better and yeah. have more energy, I and that is a do. benefit. Yeah,
0: and and when I when I eat too much, the next one is portion control. Practice portion control. So it's probably better to eat multiple. And I, I hear different things, but th- they're suggesting the multiple smaller portions rather than fewer larger portions in a sitting.
1: Well, and I heard a lady speak recently about nutrition, and she said, "You never overeat chicken and broccoli." So it, you know, think about. <laughs>
0: That's Think true. about
1: what you're overeating, but healthy foods, you know, um, yeah. it's harder to really gorge on those.
0: <laughs> good point. Um, then replace bad fats with good fats. Your body does need certain a certain amount of fa- healthy fat for optimal energy and function. Look for unsaturated fats and foods that, with uh, key fatty acids like omega-3s and omega-6s, that provide heart-healthy and joint-lubricating qualities. Remember that all... That has calories, so enjoy single-serving helpings to avoid extra weight gain.
1: Yes, even avocados that I love. Like, you don't want to eat 10 of them. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and then exercise for life. Although healthy eating habits are crucial for optimal nutrition for a healthy lifestyle, good physical exercise is, is an important component. Exercise not only strengthens the body and helps you release toxins, it facilitates nutrient metabolism and... Give your and give that doesn't make sense and gives your body the opportunity to maximize the impact of all those healthy nutrients you give it all right so there you go five tips for um, for good nutrition for an active lifestyle
1: Well and that's good too because I think we're all still um, kind of keyed into those New year's resolutions and so we well, are. Exercise and diet are always on the top of those New Year's resolutions. And we're also so. suffering
0: the effects of the holiday eating.
1: Yes, we're detoxing. Yes, we
0: are. So. <laughs> All right. Well, joining us in studio today is our good friend from the Live All Center, Trevor Smith. And I guess I should call you Dr. Smith.
2: I think that's only appropriate, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's right. worked really hard. That is a great Grand, honor. Congratulations. congratulations.
2: Uh, Trevor, how you doing? I'm so good. So excited to be here with both of you and hear how you're starting off your new year. I liked what you just said. You're still detoxing from the holidays. <laughs> um, it's time yeah. to really you like get that, that jump set. Yeah. Well, the the that holidays have been over for a while now, unless <laughs> we're just going to restart and say, well, Valentine's Day is coming up. So why start now?
1: Or restart after Valentine's Day, yes. There are a lot of holidays. Instead of
2: chocolate hearts, there'll be chicken cutouts and broccoli cutouts of Uh, hearts. Yeah, or something like that. Nothing says romance like like high fiber.
1: That could be a billboard. I like
0: that. Are you in marketing, Trevor?
2: No, just feel free to take it. That could be
0: the tagline for Huntsman this year. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and, and uh, when you get into our demographic, fiber is important. <laughs> Keeps you going.
1: Let's move away from that topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he brought it up, so just I'm thinking us, of all the sponsor <laughs> possibilities. Yes, uh, Trevor, why don't you tell us a little bit about your 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 PhD? What you got your PhD? Yeah. In?
2: So I'm Trevor Smith, like you said, from the Live Well Center. Clinically, I'm an exercise physiologist. So for years, I worked at Dixie Regional with patients recovering from different heart procedures, open heart surgery, stents, ablations. Um, and I really, through that process, I found out really what it's like for these people not to feel well and not have the opportunity to do all those things that they've always wanted to do, like play softball, play right. volleyball, become part of the Huntsman World Senior Games. And I thought, wow, if I could help inspire these people to live differently, then maybe they'd have an opportunity to do all those things that they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I often thought no one retired to sit in a recliner all day and watch Judge Judy, right? I hope not. No. When you think of all those years working, you think about all those things that you've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You finally have the opportunity to do those, but yet we continue to make excuses. So I wanted the opportunity to help people make behavior changes. Right. So I went on to get a PhD in health promotion and wellness which really focuses on behavioral change for individuals. How can we motivate them? How can we inspire them to live the healthiest life possible? And realizing everyone's so different. Their needs, their wants, their desires are different. But how can we develop programming um, products and messaging Mm -hmm. to really help them thrive no matter
0: where they're at? What you're talking about is is a paradigm shift in the healthcare world of, instead of taking care of them, once they're already sick, how to keep them from getting sick.
2: Exactly. So my biggest aspiration, I'll
0: say it right here today on the radio, I'll just lay it out there, is that
2: people see the hospital, they see beautiful Dixie Regional in the center of town, and they no longer just kind of have that moment where they think, that's a place I go when I'm sick. Mm-hmm. That's a place I go when I'm ill. But rather, they associate the hospital with a place of wellness, with health a place to inspire them to do all those things that they've waited years to do or to get the information and education to live the healthiest lives
0: possible. Very good. And if you're just joining us, you are listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life on St. George News, 1450 AM. And we're talking with Dr. Trevor Smith, who runs the Livewell Center for Dixie Regional Medical Center.
1: And I love this topic of health promotion and wellness. That's actually what I have my undergrad in, and so I'm always an advocate of it. But i got to tell you, you know, I had the flu. Jeff had it recently for like a week. And every day into that, you start to feel like, am I ever going to feel good again? Yes, definitely. You know, like you just really can't believe how bad you feel and think maybe this is my new normal. But it's an awful place to be. And luckily it goes away. So feeling that like that in your elder age makes me understand why people can't and don't do more. So Mm -hmm. turning that into health and wellness and active aging in your latter years is really key and essential.
2: Well, and it's, it's interesting. First, it's good we're talking on different mics because I don't want the flu. So it's, it's good <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're better, not sharing. we're
1: better. We're good. But they did
2: drink out of my water, which is a problem we'll discuss later. Well, you're just such a friendly <laughs> sharing guy. <laughs> but it's interesting... Um, that we really don't know how good we have it until we're not able to do something. So I think about your athletes. Right. Your athletes, generally an older demographic, know what it's like to feel like to have an injury and not be able to go out and do that 5K or not be able to play tennis. Or you brought up a really good point. Your softball signups have closed. Inevitably, someone that signed up for your softball signups will become injured and a team won't be able to make it. And I really became interested in my curriculum as I was working on my PhD with the theory of resilience. Right. And what makes an athlete or an individual
0: resilient?
2: And as you look at it, Jeff, what did you have for breakfast
0: three days ago? Three days ago for (laughs) breakfast, I had, let's see, three days ago, I have no idea what I had for breakfast.
2: You don't remember it because it wasn't important, right? Nope. But if you remember the biggest struggle you had in your life, and you don't have to say on the radio, mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, my sister in Michigan, <laughs> that time she stole my boyfriend. Um, we're not talking about your sister yeah. in Michigan. <laughs> That's a whole other radio show. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you remember those things that challenged you the most. Sure. And anytime we have challenges as an individual, we are empowered to have a choice, right? We oh, Sure. And that's what resilience is about, is your ability to bounce back from that adverse life event, use it as an empowering interpretation, and be able to thrive from that event. Use it to fuel your internal fire to do something more, to do something better.
0: I think that's very powerful because so many folks take adversity as if they, as if it leaves them no choice. They just have to accept the, the situation and not make any choices. But that's not the case. We always have the power to decide how we're going to deal with the situation. And that's really what determines where we're going to go with it, where it's, what it's going to do for us.
2: Exactly. And, you know, I work with clients every day. The LiveWell Center will see 500 to 600 clients a week. Um, but what's interesting is, as I'm talking to clients about adversity or about resilience, not making a choice is making a choice. Right. Letting the effects of your environment kind of be impacted upon you is still making a choice. Right. And so what we often talk about is how can you use the information you're given? How can you use your life situation and better yourself? We all have that neighbor, that friend, that sister that whenever you talk to them, they kind of drain your emotional tank, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Debbie Downer, right? The Debbie
2: Downer. <laughs> no names, Michelle. <laughs> that all, you both did have the flu, the so maybe you were... Associated with that. Right? Yeah, but we all have that person that just kind of drains right. us. Inversely, think about people in your life that may be going through something very hard. They might encounter mm. really hard things, but you ask them how they're doing, and they say, I'm great.
0: With a smile I'm on their amazing. face. I'm
2: amazing. I think back to a client that I had... Um, She was diagnosed with cancer, Mm -hmm. very hard life events, not a lot of support. And whenever I would ask her, how are you doing? She'd say, I'm great, and I'm only getting better. And I thought, how amazing, how powerful, I mean, to respond back with such a positive attitude. It was amazing. Yeah, we have
1: a man in our town that um, it's almost comical to, because, you know, everyone says, hi, how are you doing? You know, that's our salutation, right? And then he always responds, I'm blessed. And I really love that. Like, I know what his answer is going to be every time, but I just think it's remarkable that he just recognizes that and says it to everyone that asks him. And And talk about that. I mean, how is that impactful on the brain and the mind and how does that kind of change our, um, our concept and make us stronger?
2: So as we talk about resilience, one of the biggest keys is kind of fake it till you make it, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So that man that you said you ask when you say, how are you? And he says he's blessed. Every day, do you think he wakes up thinking, oh, today's a great day. I'm blessed. I get to turn in my taxes. Probably not. (laughs) Right. But saying that and verbalizing it out loud helps your mind recognize that, and it kind of becomes your truth, right? Mm -hmm. So one thing I do is whenever I'm working with a client, and especially at the beginning, and they might be having a hard time and they might be a little more on that Debbie Downer spectrum. I say, tell me three good things you have happening for you today. What are three good things? And I yeah, distinctly I remember one client that she would say, oh, I don't want to do this. And she would say, I brushed my hair. I smiled in the mirror. And I made it here on time. And those were her three things. But and they
1: can be anything.
2: They can be anything. I love that. But we fail to recognize what we are doing good. But over time, as I would ask this client, you said a negative. Every time you say a negative, let's follow up with three positives. By the end, she was saying things like, I have a loving family and a support network. I have a healthy body and I have a positive attitude, positive mind. Now, why she Mm -hmm. may not have believed all those things in the moment, saying those helped to reaffirm that. I often say to folks that I'm working with, if you talked to your friends how you talk to yourself, would you have any friends?
0: Yeah. Well, and it's amazing how our mind and body will start to believe what it what we tell it. Yes. I mean it becomes our like you said, it becomes our truth. Our bodies actually believe it. If you say if you always say I feel sick, I feel horrible, I have pain, your body will start to oblige you. Definitely. But if you but if it's conversely, if you're always saying I feel great, I'm I'm you know, I'm positive then your body will oblige that in your mind. and your, It's it's amazing. We don't even begin to understand the power that we have over the way we feel just in how we are self-talk.
2: Exactly. So there was a research article that I reference a lot when I'm working with oncology patients, and it was a long-term study by the Journal of the American Medical Association, and it looked at patients with terminal cancer. Mm-hmm. They were all diagnosed with about the same cancer, realizing there's variation in almost every cancer. Sure. And those that had a positive outlook, on average, lived six to eight years longer. Diagnosis being the same, but those that had a positive outlook and that believed that they had the opportunity to influence their overall health lived longer. So your body, your mind, your physical abilities are definitely connected. In the military, they refer to it as metal. Mm -hmm. Do you have metal? Are you mentally strong enough to endure those things that are upon you? We don't have the choice what happens to us in life, right?
0: Uh, no, a lot of times we don't.
2: We don't have the choice if you get in a car accident. That wasn't an intended accident. Nope. But where you do have the choice is to how you react to that, mm-hmm. how you turn that into that empowering interpretation to get a positive out of it. Well, let's it's, talk- it's
1: the man's search for happiness. It's the Viktor Frankl story, exactly. right? I mean... He really paved the way for that.
0: Well, well let's talk a bit. What what can you do? What are some of the things that you can do? What are some of the processes you can go through to change the, the to make something positive that 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 may not be perceived as positive to begin with,
1: or maybe after you speak it, how do you move
0: or uh, fix it? Yes. So let's 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 go in that direction for a minute.
2: So one of the activities that I love to do with clients when I'm starting out, just to kind of set an inventory is kind of talk about what could be your solid foundation. What is true for you as an individual? And a really good way to start this, and if you're listening on the radio, grab a blank piece of paper and a pencil, and you're going to draw three circles. A big circle on the outside, a medium circle inside of that, and then a small circle. And what I ask clients to do is write the initials of everyone that you interact with in your life in those circles, in oh. the inner circle, you're going to write the initials of those that you see every day or at least once a week. Mm-hmm. So, you guys see each other when you're not out with the <laughs> flu, <laughs> you see each other most days. Right. Yes, so, Jeff would be on your inner circle. Okay. And then your middle circle, you're going to write the initials of those that you see monthly or quarterly. Regularly, but not all the time. Exactly. Exactly. And then the outer circle, you're going to write the names or the initials of those people that you see yearly, or maybe you haven't seen in a few years. It could be your friend from Minnesota that you your, went your to Facebook friends, with, your Facebook <laughs> friends. Which well, real I was friends.
1: actually going to ask you that: Is it social media friends or true, like face to face friends?
2: So <laughs> it could be social media friends if you're interacting with them. Okay, but after clients have put the initials of everyone that they're kind of interacting with. I ask them to put a positive or a negative sign next to their initials.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, for instance, if you have an adult child that's kind of draining on you, but you mm-hmm. have to see them every day. Have yeah, you been following my life? You, <laughs> on social media. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um,
1: you guys can talk more later.
2: <laughs> um, you would put a minus by mm-hmm. those initials. But if you had a really good friend from college that you haven't seen in three years, but every interaction you have with him or her is really positive, you would put a positive by their initials, even though they're out in that outer circle. The goal of this activity is to identify what social support do you have. And if you have more negatives that you're dealing with every single day and more positives that are on the outside, how can you move those positives from the outside circle to the inside circle? Hmm. And then what opportunity do you have to move the inside circle to the outside circle, realizing it's not always possible?
0: Right. So That's that, a great exercise. That is. And, and it, it it boggles your mind because until you really stop and think about it, you don't even re- really realize who may be a plus and who may be a minus, or even just the neutrals, the ones that don't have a lot of positive or negative, but they're just there.
2: Well, and you think about those people that you're around that really build you up. Right. That really make you feel like when you leave them, like oh my goodness i can do more
1: i can be better exactly
2: that how do you get them to that inner circle and you bring up a good point of social media Mm -hmm. facetime email text message even though they're far away with technology today maybe you can have more interactions with them sure
0: a choice a choice right
2: and that builds that foundation of resilience once you have that support network around you and you've identified who's really in your corner building you up, a champion of you, and then who's kind of draining your tank. Mm -hmm. Now, I realize in saying that we do have people that we have to deal with that it might be a more difficult relationship. But when you have that person, how can you change your boundaries with them possibly?
0: That's a good point because, again, you have choices you have choices we have to remember that we always have choices
2: so how do you allow them to interact with you and how can you maybe flip it and be a positive interaction on you so when you have that negative interaction so michelle and i have a negative interaction oh no we don't really but how can i say to michelle you know michelle what can i do to help you how can i be a support to you how can i give service to you to help build you up and address some of those underlying issues Enabling her to be
0: more positive, and, and that's great. Because then again, you're being proactive.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: Beautiful. and that's also the service end of it, which also gives us great gratification as a human and helps us build resiliency right. when we can, when we're strong enough and secure enough in who we are to reach out and help others. So,
0: so we're, I we're love that we're running out of time. It's amazing how quickly this time always goes, but it's great having you here. But what if you could just share one last thought? that the, the folks should just keep in their minds and hold on to, what would that be as far as being a resilient person, a resilient athlete, a resilient person?
2: I think it's important for individuals to remember that they have a choice. We're always given a choice. And when that adverse life event happens, a divorce, a death, an injury, we have a choice, even though we feel like we don't have a choice. And resilience always sounds happy, fluffy, it isn't always that you're bouncing right back from that adverse life event and you're going to be better than you were before. Resilience is about still moving a little bit. Mm-hmm. So struggle is movement. Struggle right. is forward good. progression. Yeah. Resilience is just about getting back to that baseline, which could take years to get back. But the idea is that you learn from that adverse life event and you have the opportunity to thrive as an individual, that you turn that into something powerful, meaning, and and a positive interpretation for you, which then gives you control. Because right. so often after the adverse life event, we say, this happened to me, I have no control, I'm a passive participant in this process. Rather than taking control and saying, I'm going to be an active member in this process, and I'm going to make something meaningful out of this mess for me. That's that's Good for
1: great. thought. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, I, good message. And, and And I like the fact that you say, struggling is moving. So as long as we keep moving, we're not giving up. We're moving forward, and that's very important to know. Well, Trevor, th- Trevor Dr. Smith, let me uh, get it out. Dr., so yes. <laughs> Dr., thank you for joining us. It's been so great having you, and it's always a pleasure having you and, and any of your staff from the Live Will Center that, that comes. We'd like to invite all of our audience to join us each and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for the House World Senior Games Active Life on St. George News, 1450 a.m. You can also listen to this or any other show at www.seniorgames.net. Or you can subscribe to our podcast. Just for, search for Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life in Google Play, the Google Play Store, or at iTunes, and subscribe. And can you believe that twenty eighteen is flying by? It won't be long till March first, and registration will open for all individuals at twelve oh one a.m.
1: I get kind of excited. It's it's kind of fun.
0: Well, are ready. Us. We'd love to have you.
1: I'm almost there.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I still have to work. Dr. Smith still has a number of years before he can be there but yeah, I'm he's sure got when he reaches he, when he reaches that age I'm sure he'll be here joining us. Yes. So if you have any comments or feedback we'd love to hear about our show we'd love to hear from you uh just send an email to at seniorgames.net Our quote for the day is from George Bernard Shaw. He said, "Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself." Which was very very much in line with our show for the day. So Thanks for staying with us and and join us next time. Until next time, stay active, everyone.
1: Bye-bye.